takes on this. Tell me when you want me to go. I don't mind over-talking our... our <laughs> Hi, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from the catch, um, not the catch restaurant, the Blackwater Siren. <laughs> coming come to you from some damn, damn place. It. I was so relaxed for episode one, 105, Should I Stay or Should I Go? The classic uh, title to a Clash song, or the classic Clash song, I guess it would be. Clash but song. at the one year anniversary was yesterday. Irma. Of Irma. Um, that uh, was uh, hit 9:10 a.m. on Kajo Key, and um, right now, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia are facing up to Florence, which is fluctuating between the category three and four right now, and five, maybe a five, maybe a five. And um, we thought be- because of the first uh, anniversary and the things that we're going to, which I, we're at the peak of the hurricane season. There's uh, stirring out there. There's uh, Isaac and the one with the H, right? Uh, H. Yeah. The H one's going to go up the middle. Yeah, that's a fish storm. That's a fish storm. And uh, Isaac's hugging the uh, in between the uh, Leeward Islands and the. Uh, yeah, that's a scary. You know those those southern storms. You know you're never sure because they could uh, they could turn, turn north early. Turn they could recurve, come back around. You're just never sure where they go. Well, we're going to rehash the evacuation and the hurricane and aftermath over these next two shows. And um, so let's um, harken back to August harken 30th. Back. Harken back to August 30th, uh, 2017, last year. Uh, that's when Irma developed as a tropical wave off the coast of Africa uh, near the Cape Bird Islands. Um the favorable conditions allow for Irma to rapidly intensify into a Category 3 hurricane on the, it's called Sapphire Simpson? Sapphire Simpson. Sapphire Simpson wind scale by late August 31st. So that's one day from tropical wave to Category 3. Oh, yeah. It blew, man, you got hot water out there? Bang. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it's deep, when the water's deep, it's not as, it's closer. When it gets close, that's the reason why it intensifies so quickly out but the water was so hot in 2017 yeah. Yeah. even in the depths of the atlantic it was uh, on september 3rd now this is what i looked at all the the models on september 3rd that's when all the models started uh having the cone the southern part of the cone enveloped south florida and then it kind of showed it going from south carolina to florida and from the third on the forecast models kept on moving closer yeah, and they closer kept to the south Florida and south Keys. And south. Kept on moving south, 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 and it fluctuated in those days between two and five. Especially when it got, you know, it got so quickly across the Atlantic, and then uh, on the, and that was, was a, a big. It was on the fourth. It was storm. on the fourth when we saw. It was September fourth when you saw that it was, this. Key Largo and South was the center of the cone, and yep. and and even then, every day, I if I recall correctly, and it still moved, it bounced, it, it bounced, it kept on, yeah, from hour to hour. You think it go left, it could go to ro- go right every eight hours, oh, whenever yeah. they do the update. Whenever did the update, yeah, but that's what you got to worry about. This is where I'm speaking to people in uh, 
uh, South Carolina, uh, North Carolina, and Virginia. You got to stay on top of it because, especially your coastal islands, the outer outer banks, right on the coast. Well, the, ba- got- the banks get hammered on a regular basis. I know, but you got to be on the ball there. You got to be ready to go way before. I forget which one it was, but this is probably eight, ten years ago. Uh, my nephew Jordan was living out on the Outer Banks, and uh, they ended up. Uh, oh, they named the one that was. Ah, uh, I can't remember what it Hugo. was. Hugo. Was it Hugo? No, that was the one that hit Charleston. Okay. Uh, this was. Uh, I can't remember the name, but uh, they ended up uh, putting their boat back in the water to get over to the house that they were living in because the road had washed out. Oh, so shit. they came down, and luckily the house was okay. Well, you, you got to be ready. Yeah, I mean, this, th- we're going to rehash what we did, and uh, we'll circle back what happened. But so it's September third, and it's approached and approached and approached, and then evacuation orders started being issued on Tuesday from the Lower Keys, yep. and here we are in Key Largo now. All it, if uh, Bill Wissinger. And his wife, Sandy. Sandy. I, I, I was going to go Sandra. Call her Sandra. Okay, Sandra. Uh, Bill and Sandra, they're adults, so they can make their decisions for themselves. But I uh, – and I'm not trying to think. They, they – We were set both ways. You were set both ways, we but – had, We had – I had everything set up to stay. But, I mean, the, 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 your structure was concrete. Yeah, con- concrete, elevated concrete home, not near the water, up by US-1 in an X-plus zone. A, okay. I had 100, 100 gallons of gas, three generators, food for 30 days. I was I, I was going to be covered. You were like the survival guy. Yeah. I'm, okay. Well, of course, I'm, I'm the survival guy. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm, I'm not the survival guy, but I'm a thinker, and I thought about what I would need, and I had um, – at that time, Sky was 10 years old, and I had my little dog and my wife and uh, her sister, and I thought I, I, I oh, couldn't. Oh, fuck no. No, no way. I mean, and, and my brother-in-law was staying, and he had, I mean, we could have walled up there. He did not have a generator, uh, but he did You've have. got to have a generator, He man. had. You gotta, you gotta he had a, a zombie apocalypse. Maybe he did have a generator. You got to have a big enough generator down I mean, here. You have to have a minimum of 100 gallons of fuel and you stuff. You got to have a big enough generator to run your fridge and at least AC in one or two rooms, man. Because down here, it's just miserable without AC no. or a fan. You no. know, I mean, you could live. You got to run. You got to be able to run AC. You got to be able to run a couple portable units somewhere. Well, people lived a long time without AC. Bill. Yeah, that's that's before everybody got pussified. Why, well, okay. dude? And this is I'm, this is me talking. You know me. I don't want to fucking deal without AC. After I go sweat and fucking run the chainsaw. I lived break, on a I lived on a sailboat for yeah. uh, after I sweat a while. So I don't really after I sweat and run the chainsaw for eight hours. I want to go take. You're right. I want to go take a okay, shower okay. and I want to go hang out in the AC. Okay. Man. Okay. So so there were decisions that needed to be made on Wednesday. And, well, uh, we, we we talked about the prepping stuff, but I had uh, I had the car full. Uh, Sandy had a big old. Uh, um, Explorer at the time, mm-hmm. and we had all the uh, all of our documents and stuff in there. Yeah. Plus, I had uh, all the all the car carriers for all the cats and the dog. Just so you consolidated everything. So we had everything ready, and up until I decided to stay, it was still up in the air because we were looking at it. Because if it was going to come straight across us, because you know, luckily where we are in the Keys, uh, at this point we can leave a couple hours before and boom, get out. 
because the traffic by that time is gone. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my experiences. That I'd like to think I'd like to hear about your decision making process. Okay, go ahead. You, no, you did. Yeah, you're talking about it right now. I like that. You had your you had your stuff set yeah, we, ready we, to go. We had the plan either way, and when it, it kept bumping south and bumping south and bumping south, the more it bumped south, the more I was comfortable. My, staying. my, my you, you did you made your decisions due to experience. My yeah. I had lack of experience, but I try to use logic, and it actually in this instance it did work. In, in this instance, it did. It may not. I, I think maybe I got advice from well, people. Well, the, the problem is if you're on, uh, you know, the guys down in Key West. Uh, hey, how you, how doing? you doing? The guys down in Key West is kind of like the guys in the outer. It's kind of like the guys down in the Outer Banks where there's only so many roads out. There's only so much time. You've got to plan. If you haven't, if you haven't left 12 to 14 hours before the storm's gone, you're not getting anywhere because all the traffic on the causeways yeah. and all the bridges are going to be locked down. So you're going to you're going to be stuck. Yeah. So in situations like that, you really have to plan ahead because that decision's got to be made way before I made mine. Well, um, on, on Wednesday the sixth, I put up the storm shutters. You know, that's that. This is the process we go to. You, you always hear they do on the radio. I think on the radio, on television, radio. Well, actually, the talk about building your storm supplies. Now that's for people that are stuck behind. Now, if you're evacuating, obviously you cannot carry everything, like fill your tubs up. It's like, don't fill your tubs up if you're leaving. It's no. ridiculous and stuff like that. No. So, but, dude, so what I gasoline. did is I put on my, on my, on my storm shutters. I filled uh, uh, the, the vehicles with every vehicle with gas. Um, even with though gas. the one I left behind. If you have a little tiny trailer hitch on your little tiny car, get one of those Harbor Freight. Uh, rack things and put another ten gallons on there, cause dude, trust me, you might not get, you might get up three fifty, three hundred fifty miles up the road, and there might not be gas up there, cause all yeah. these people have been sucking these stations dry. No, we. I just realized the foolishness of trying to stock the amount of food that I would need in the house that I have, cause I would never hole up there in a storm. The house is a good house. It's 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 cinder block, right? But it's on the ground. It's twelve feet up. You've seen where it is. Yeah, you're it's in pretty, an X zone too. Pretty high, high, high. What? I think you're in X zone. Okay, but uh, I X still think the root for those of you who don't know is yeah. a is a non flood zone in the Keys. That's how it's how they rate stuff. And if you're in an X zone, you're pretty much unless we're talking fifteen foot of surge, yeah. you're probably okay. Well, the thing I'd have to cur- worry about is the roof, if uh, for a tornado. Because tornadoes are sparked up there. So, because of the peculiarities of the keys, uh, we needed. To, I, I felt it on the sixth that we needed to evacuate. And then Thursday at nine a.m., all the models zeroed in on the upper keys, and uh, so uh, me and the misses, uh, we started. Um, I told you about the gas. I did that. I had the shutters up. We uh, we we decided that we we're going to evacuate. We um, we emptied perishables from our refrigerator. We uh, cleaned it out. We put you know the things that you don't worry about like jellies or anything like that that wouldn't perish if once the power went off. Because we we intentionally when we evacuate we shut off the power. We also went out to the water uh, to the street and shut off the water. And then at the last final act after we packed seven days of clothes. All the documents we need, birth certificates and things that needed to say who we were, and all the things that we necessarily need. When you are leaving a burning building, you got to think how much 
I mean, burning buildings are much more for short in time for leaving. But when you're leaving, you got to think, what absolutely do you need to leave with, right? When you're leaving, evacuate, you got to think, what do I, the minimum I need? And it's all the documentation, like birth certificates, uh, passports, yeah. uh, identification. Um, but luckily, luckily, with um, the cloud storage, you don't even have to worry about any of your zip drives or anything like that nowadays yeah. and stuff like that. Well, no. But, I, um, but we, we when we evacuated, I told them that I, I had my laptop. emptied my perishables for my thing. All the uh, electronics that had things like laptops. I had my laptop and I had physical backups because I, do, I, do, I still do some IT work. I'm trying to get myself fired from most of these places, but still do some IT work. I had the physical copies of their drives with me. We, we have iPhone, cl- iCloud backup. And I had. Well, I'm talking about big databases for insurance companies oh, okay. and doctors' offices and okay. shit like that. I had all that. I got those out of my little fire safe and yeah. had those stashed with me. And I was going to take. We, those we, yeah, with we me. had a, a total of 240 gig storage on cloud. Um, we had the items that we thought we needed, all the electronics. Um, I packed up. Uh, we're taking one vehicle. It was Abby, Sky, my sister-in-law Yolanda, Roxy. A week's worth of clothes, some dry, uh, dry food, uh, in case we, for God yeah, forbid, we we're stuck on the road. Uh, food for Roxy, our dog. Yep. Uh, hey, you know what? We're not assholes. People that are abandoning their animals, man. How the yeah. fuck are you gonna re- abandon that? If you have an animal, if you're not eating, obviously, if it's a, if you're not going to take uh, cattle that you're going to eat and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, shit like that. Because but they're indoor anyway. house pits. They need to come with you. We took four cases of water. We didn't know what we were taking. We took two handles of vodka. I'm going to take two go. boxes of Cabernet, six bottles of assorted wines. You know the funny thing about the whole storm? Uh, I had like four four cases of Bud Light. And on four, I didn't touch a beer for like. I don't know, until like a week and a half after. Are you serious? Th- you didn't have a beer during this? Dude, no, I'm sitting there. I'm running the damn chainsaw. We chain- were drinking. We were drinking the I'm whole running time. the damn chainsaw all day. I'm going over and helping people and cleaning out shit. I was busy. I, I'd get home. I'd hit the shower. Boom. I wanted to go to bed. Okay. I, I, like I said, I didn't have a beer for five, six days uh-huh. after that damn storm. Okay. So let's talk to the listeners about our evacuation plan. Now, now if you know the keys, the keys, just think of it. It's just one road out. Now, once you hit mainland you have your options when you get up there you got the turnpike and then a little further up you got 95 you got chrome you got avenue turnpike, you got chrome chrome avenue so you what i 27 once you get a little farther when north, we, we got a went, whole lot of different surface roads to go uh on. fortunately because i was always concerned we took my wife's car and i bought the premium package for arm arm star and i called them while we were on the stretch i remember that they got you guys a hotel and everything holy shit man they, they did. I mean, I don't know how we – I told them I wanted to go to West Coast, Mid-State. Um, Good Lakeland, thing you I once heard that Lakeland was a high point in Florida, and that's what I kind of set on. And they set us up on the Lakeland Terrace Hotel in the center of town. Uh, but we got in contact with them, and they gave us – I gave the OnStar representative, who already had my uh, – credit card again yeah. the credit i said yes please give my credit card credit information it's an emergency yeah, i pop give them you over you have my permission yeah, yeah, my, book yeah. my room do that do what you need to and do and then he told me the room was only available to saturday at that time landfall was early sunday morning like in three or four o'clock it slowed a little bit i think i i'm 
not exactly sure. But Saturday, that means we would have had to leave on Saturday or live in the lobby. Remind me to tell you about the Luke story. Okay. So we, uh, I jumped on the reservation anyway because I, uh, I got Abby to uh, bring up the hotel on the thing, and we looked at it. And it looked beautiful and stuff like that. So uh, we went up. T- we got up as far as you can, and it was unusual because we were there on Thursday. We started at 12 noon. The traffic wasn't that bad. When we hit 27, holy shit, there was nothing. I don't know if people left earlier or later. No, nobody thinks about 27. The turnpike was a standstill till West Palm. I went up 27. And there was nothing going on. We drove up. We were there for hours. And then along the way, we decided we had to walk Roxy. And... Uh, uh, there's a little-known law here. I mean, you do. I guess you learn this during an evacuation. You're allowed to evacuate with a weapon, even if you don't have a concealed carry permit. You're allowed to bring it, and uh, even if you and in Florida, so the gun laws are so loose, you can just get a gun for someone to go. Yeah, here. And I, I went to my don't worry about it. My uh, brother-in-law, and he gave me a, a 38 special revolver. Uh, I've never fired before, uh, so while we stopped for a walk, uh, we were in a marsh area, and I walked off. A couple hundred yards, and um, I'm thinking it's it wasn't. They didn't hear. They heard a crack, a couple crack, but it's no big deal. But I went off to Marsh area and I fired into a berm, a dike that was way, and it was clear. I waited for a clear thing to see. Yeah, I centered, to- I centered it and see how how close is 60 yards going to hit. And I said, "Holy shit, those the 38 is some what? some 38s. Why some 38s are good. This sucker." Really, I mean, I the first three shots they put went right in. If it was a person, I would have hit or been near the person. Uh, I, sh- I fired three shots because I, it went right in. I would have winged them uh, at least in that. <laughs> would at least got their attention. Yeah. And uh, after I was done, I'm emptying out uh, the uh, dead shells, and I hear this yelling, and there's this guy fishing. He's sitting on a concrete drain. And uh, he thought he was, uh, he thought I was going to off him. You're right fine. There. You're fine, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just walked. So um, we got to the hotel. Thing still works. We got to the hotel 530, checked in. They had a beautiful bar, a restaurant, a uh, white tablecloth, real fancy uh, restaurant. I wish it wasn't that fancy. Uh, I don't even think we ate there because we didn't know how. I'm a bartender. We couldn't just start spending cash right away because I wasn't earning any money because we're not. We're not people. We don't take vacations where we get paid. Yep. We don't get paid vacations. Yeah, no. We, we take a vacation. Musicians, same way. You take vacation, you better have some money in the bank because you ain't getting paid. Yeah, there's no, there's no uh, fallback. Uh, but eventually, um, the girls were going up to the room again and settle in. And uh, I went back to the desk to discuss the uh, reservation. And they said, I said, uh, after the a little investigation, I said, how long – you have a booked hotel this weekend? They go, yes. And I said, how long were these reservations uh, in for? And they said, for at least a month. And I said, do you think they're going to show up? Can you put me on a um, a wait list? Wait list or a will call list or yeah. something like and, that. And it wasn't until like 10 o'clock. Uh, we go back and forth. Nice. They were very friendly. They were very helpful. And uh, here's they were very helpful about it, and uh, we went. Wait, hey, Sether. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? 
Um, we, we, um, they were very helpful. They're very accommodating. And, and actually, during the evacuation, most hotels allowed uh, pets, even if they weren't a pet. And our dog, luckily, uh, was very ho- well house-trained, tiny little dog. So when I heard my uh, friends were scrambling to find rooms over the weekend, I thought maybe hotels should be a little more proactive about researching previous reservations because most of the uh because online they have 24 hour cancellation fees and uh cancellation policy so people would wait even though you're from outside the area they didn't cancel their flights didn't cancel their travel plans right now listen folks this is a message we could do if you are scheduled to go to wilmington and i apologize to wilmington right now do not go. What you can do right now is cancel your plans. Cancel your flights. I apologize to businesses if you think you're losing money. But those hotel rooms inland, those hotel rooms inland, and some even ones because people have precarious living conditions. People live on boats and things like that. If you're stuck in Wilmington or some other coastal place, a hotel that's on the beach may be a better place to stay than just a little bungalow. Well, they'll have most of those closed down. Of course, they'll have probably have a skeletal staff there. And most of the time... Uh, I mean, that's a building to stay in, though, yeah. better than... Yeah, most of, the time, most of the time, if you show up and start banging on the door, they're probably not going to kick you out. No, they're not. But you know what? When people are evacuating, if they hear that it's booked up, they'll continue north. And that's why we had people staying staying in Kentucky, Alabama, and all these different places. Remember the evacuation? uh, uh, um, Albert fucking evacuated Georgia, never came back. Yep. I lost a guitar player. I had to put together a whole new damn band. Damn. But Holly. Holly ended up going to Alabama. She went all the way up the state, all the way out. Now, listen. Lakeland is even halfway up the state. There were plenty of hotels. There were hotels in the area, there were hotels in the area. They're sissy. There were well, hotels about twelve hours to Pensacola. Yep, and that's just on the other side of the Alabama line. Yep. So, so there, were, I bet there were hotels in in Homestead that were uh, that had available rooms. But when you hear they cannot, because you on your computer system, if there's a reservation, that room is not available. Right. And and people don't aren't nimble in their thinking, right? Like, when's this renov- when was this reservation taken? Is this a new reservation? Because a new reservation could be someone that came in there, right? Or later. So I, I would strongly urge the people in North Carolina, South Carolina, that work in the hotels or don't work in the hotels, if you're looking for a hotel, ask questions when you're looking for a place. Pick your place, pick high ground, uh, pick away from the wind on uh, I mean there's all sorts of places you got wind to close if you're waiting till the last minute this is the last minute for them yeah we're, what are we here we're, we're Tuesday Tuesday and they're Thursday thinking, Friday oh this is pretty much when we have they're, they're thinking landfall this is Friday the same, morning this is the same time yeah no they're thinking landfall Friday at 2 I think the last one I saw Hey, hey, Jim's here. Jim brought Say beer. Say hi, Jim. Say hi. hi, everybody. How you doing? I'm doing dandy. Good. Good breathing. I'm a happy There you go. 
He's a happy boy. Hubba, 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 hubba. hubba. Thanks, Seth. Thanks, Seth. And Trish, yeah. And Trish. Hey, um, so what we're talking about, we're about two days out then. I'll take a look. Well, no, we're three days out. Two and a half days out. Right? Let me pull it up here. Let me go Noah. There we go. Hurricane Center. Let me look at the latest latest chart here. We're looking at today. Well, while he's doing that. Uh, we, on Thursday, okay, so it's three days away from the hurricane. Thursday night, we were settled in. We're in Lake Lakeland. Let me get my glasses. Lakeland, we're, that, that the hotel that OnStar set us up in, it's a block away from the center of Lakeland, Bill. There's there bars go. and restaurants. We ate in this great little pizza place, Italian place. We hung out, um... Saturday had cocktails on the on the patio. They had happy hour at the bar, so Damn. happy hour at the bar. Yeah, right. And they had a beautiful little wooden bar inside that with that. I mean, it's the way it was set up in there. This place must have been from the 30s or something like that. And uh, well, it had to be post 30s because no one built a hotel like that pre pre prohibition. We We're looking at 8 a.m. Friday. Is what 8 a.m. Friday. So. And about you're gonna, you're gonna 60, tropical force winds. 64 hours, 64, 63 hours from now. So if you're if you're in the cone, it behooves you. are going to start seeing winds probably 24 hours before yeah. that. The tougher, the tougher it is for you to leave, the smaller the egress is for you to leave. Small causeways, <laughs> lots of high population, uh, low availability of highway. Wherever you're going, wherever you need to go to be safe. Because you don't want to go into the lowlands, right? No. Because uh, they're expecting up to 18 inches of rain. Well, hell, even in the mountains, my... Uh, my uh, well, in the mountains, even worse sometimes because the ravines, San- right? San- San- Unless you're on the high ground. Sandy's parents live up uh, uh, up at east of Asheville, up in western North Carolina. Yeah. And a few years back, one of the storms came across and dumped, I don't know, two foot of rain on them. And, dude, they couldn't get off their mountain for three days until they got the backhoe or the front-end loader down there to clean out the uh, rock slides. Well, just, okay, just for that, it depends on your position on the mountain. If you're at the bottom of the mountain near a ravine, if you look, if you're part of the where the water goes, right? Yep. That's where you got to watch out. If you're not, if you're on a high point, and you could tough it out. Well, that's the same thing. They they had no problem there. He's got a he he he's he's got the same mind view as I do. He's yeah. he's got enough food for a month at all times. He's got a big twenty kW that'll run the whole house. Yeah. Runs on propane. He's got a million gazillion gallon propane tank buried back there. So he's fine. So I'm gonna, I'm trying to tell these people what they expect. So that's that's if you have those things, you're on a you have a a structure that's. Uh, yeah. Above code, yeah. Be, be, being stuck on a mountain for a week wasn't, wasn't his only, yeah. wasn't his issue. It's just yeah, it's getting out. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, getting, I mean, I'm getting bored. I want to get my ass in if town. You have, you have medical conditions and things like that. You got to watch out for that. But Thursday night, Friday, we're waiting, and it's just getting closer and closer. Saturday, yeah. Friday Saturday morning, you start talk, seeing it. You're going to talk Friday morning. They're talking about a hitting, and uh, Thursday morning, you'll probably start seeing decent winds and rain. And when for us, when it hit on, it, they said it, the landfall was nine ten a.m. We started seeing uh, 
down here, Bill started seeing, and that's when uh, on Saturday I started calling up Bill and uh, Chris Eulin <laughs> and David Kay, and uh, Bill started telling us about the winds. Yeah, started we were coming. already getting good winds yeah. Saturday. Getting good winds, and, and then we're getting storm I had, surge. I had everything done Friday night. We were doing night. Bi- And if you, if you want to, hey, go back to those actually, podcasts. Actually, I, I finished on, up. Uh, on the 9th, on the 8th and the 9th. I finished up Luke's. Uh, okay, and this is a this is a cautionary tale for all you people out there that have storm shutters and all that. The time to put your storm shutters up is probably now. Don't wait until the day before and realize that you don't have all the connectors and the rails aren't mounted. Oh yeah, because I, I went over to Luke's house at fucking. And there were those connectors and all. Eight o'clock on fucking Friday, Saturday. Sat no Friday night. Because Kim called me because Luke was trying to put up storm shutters, and Luke's not the most mecha- fantastic guitar player, but not the most mechanical person you ever want to deal with. So he's got none of the clips to put the shutters in place. Some of the rails weren't mounted. So I walked over there with all my shit, my big old hammer saws and tapcons and all I, I, that yeah, shit. You know what? I lived down, I've lived down here only 11 years, but I put up shutters five times. So I got used to it, yeah. And, and finding the but fittings I, and all that yeah, stuff. But I and I did it. You do it. You need the washers. You just can't put a screw on a hole that's slightly bigger, yeah. Than the hole. You yeah. have to have the washer there to no, hold so it in place. I, so I walked down with all my shit, and luckily I got all this stuff because I just finished doing yeah. like my house and a dozen other houses. My mom was done on Wednesday, and some guy at the uh, um, KLI Key Largo. Uh, the hardware store said, "What are you doing? You, we don't do it on that. We don't do it until right before." I go, "Listen, if you're evacuating tomorrow, I'm prepared to evacuate tomorrow. See what happens. We wake up on Thursday. We see where the models are. If the models, which was, you know what, it was foolhardy either way. I should have just gone anyway because it could still, even if it looked like it was going to go east of us or west of us, I still should have went. Well, I had friends evacuate to uh, Fort Myers." And they got hammered. A uh, Marco Island took the center of it after that. Yeah, they they got hammered. Yeah, my my my, uh, my friend Pam, she uh, she and her husband went up to their uh, daughter's house up there. Yeah, uh, and I helped them put their shutters up down here, and they showed up just in time to help her daughter put her shutters up, and they reevacuated once they did their initial evacuation. Well, but I no, mean, back to the cautionary tale. Make sure all your shit works before you go set it up, like a day before the storm. So like I said, I had I had a mount. Actually. You got to make sure. Well, you got to. You should. Uh, you I had gotta, a mount. When you first hear the storm, you got to make sure that your generator works. I had a mount. You got to make sure you got your food right. because I'll tell you, right now, your uh, shelves are empty of water. Yeah. Peanut butter. And if you have spam, if you haven't fired up beef. your generator and t- since two years ago with the last hurricane that came through. I guarantee you your carburetor's filled with shellac and shit, and you're going to have to get there and clean that whole goddamn thing out before it runs again. And, and, and I guarantee you this also. There are guys down here in Florida that are buying up generators and put them in the trucks right now, and they are ready. They will be driving up there, and they will be charging you a premium of $200. Yeah, that's honey. still stupid. What? That's still fucking, dude, if you got... I brought you a generator. I gave Jimmy Hawkins a generator. Yep. I gave the whole goddamn world generators when I, because I had power the whole way through. No, we but that's what power. they do, right? But, dude, if you got extra shit, share with your buddies. That's what they're going to do, though. That's what you yeah. do. But to make sure you have the things you're, you're going to try to, if, you, if you're stupid enough to try to weather it right now, 
I mean, it's amazing that the liquor disappears first. Danny, oh, on the keys. I think that was the keys, right? Yeah, well, we're all functional alcoholics. Yeah, there's no, there's no extra delivery. But uh, as we wrap up the leading up to the hurricane, I remember the day of when I started calling down here. And I, uh, David Kay was doing a live stream of near Bahama Avenue, I think it was, uh, in Key Largo. And there's five to four feet of water going down the street. You see refrigerators, cars going down, which is wasn't considering it was a a category four hitting at Kajo Key that big pine and big pine, whatever you want to call that. That it was amazing that more damage didn't happen north. That's seventy miles away. Yeah, and and. Uh, we'll talk about the aftermath tomorrow, but we're going to still talk about today what we can do to prepare. So right now, if you're worried about losing money and not making a mistake, there's a lot more. If you don't have a structure like Bill had and you don't have the uh, generator, you don't have the supplies, you do not want to be stuck behind. It's best to go and beg, borrow, and might I say steal. That's the reason why, the reason why I packed um, – I was packing heat when I went over there. I didn't know where I was going. It's it, If it's your neighbor's stuff that you're borrowing, make sure you return it and with a 12-pack. <laughs> yep. If you need propane, you're going to I mean, you're gonna have to cook. Yep. Shouldn't eat raw food. Make sure you fill. I mean, that's silliest things. Fill up your tub. Uh, fill up every container you have with water. And you're not filling up the tub for drinking water. You're filling up the tub so you can flush your toilet. Yeah. Well, down here we're going to worry. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, uh, save a little. If you have bleach, have some bleach with you because you could treat. If you do need to use it for drinking water, if you get stuck, I mean, that's that's extreme. There are chances that, but no, you fill up your big. I'm not sure how we're going to work on the vacuum system if we ever get to that day. What with flushing the toilets with uh, flushed water because we got all got off the septics and now we're on the vacuum pumps. Yep, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Well, yeah, I mean, I because uh, I know the holding holding tanks of those little pump stations aren't too big. Yeah, the, well, now, the, my the, guitar player actually the, works cured air, I remember, and we'll talk about the tomorrow when we're going to talk about the pressure levels of the water when it goes south, and uh, uh, I mean that's uh, it's uh, pow- it's it's energy potential drops off uh, uh, dramatically once you get down to uh, Key West. Yeah, I don't know, man. They got big. They said there was a lot of pressure uh, loss going down. I remember. We, we'll, yeah, we'll talk they, about it tomorrow. They I'm going to do big, a little research on that. Pump, uh, they got big pump stations with big generators. I know, but I mean, it's got, the I mean, volume. You it's can a, see one right there. No, but it was a volume. It was a volume of water that they had left when they are going. What are we looking at right now, Bill? I'm about 10 minutes left. 10 minutes away? Okay. Um, we're going to do a little updates as we're on there. Um, we... You know what? Uh, there he is, Monkey Boy. How are we doing? He's here. Laugh now, Monkey Boy. Yeah. Laugh while you can, Monkey Boy. Um, Which, if you've not seen that movie, Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. You know, I saw an interview with Peter Weller not too long ago. Where Do you know about Peter Weller, what, he, what, his, uh, what he's trained to do? No. He is... A uh, historian of Act antiquities. In every he's a professor. Movie I know, but he's a professor. Well, he was in a good one. He was in a good one. He was in. Um, 
uh, Into the Darkness uh, of uh, Star Trek. No, it's a new one. Oh, okay. It's a new one. It was actually a reboot, the reboot where Chris Pine's playing it. Okay. And a really good, they actually had a good. Uh, good, good, the, good script for him? Yeah, good script. Spock. The Spock was a good guy. Spock was very physical. Yeah. Spock was a badass. I can't, I can't imagine Peter Weller doing good science fiction. They used. Um, but Con, anyway. Khan was Benedict Cumberbunch. Yep. And uh, Peter Weller was this, um, was this uh, admiral who. It was pretty dark. His intentions were pretty dark. It uh, wasn't that dark. He just went down the wrong path. There you and go. his daughter, he had a screw. He actually screwed his daughter over too. It was one of the girl from. Uh, she out of my league. I don't know. You never saw that one. No. Oh, it's hot blonde. But whatever it was, um, Peter Weller is a professor of antiquities, majoring in, in Roman history. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He knows Latin. Cool. He knows all about, I mean. Probably knows Roman, Attic Greek, too. Hey, if you want to talk about, you know, I had a heavy dose of American history. Roman history, it spans centuries yeah, and centuries. I mean, but anyway, I don't know. It's, it's like 800 years. Where we were and, going on this, this is a few years back on the Internet. I caught an interview with him, and. He was talking about that somebody's actually got uh, the uh, continuing adventures of Buckaroo Banzai in pre-production. They're talking about trying to do another one. Oh, who's going to play him? Hmm? Peter Weller. He's going to play him? Yeah. He's going to do Buckaroo Banzai. And, you know, Buckaroo Banzai was uh, a brain surgeon. Uh, uh, astrophysicist. Astrophysicist. He stunt ran man. a stunt man. He was a uh, guitar rocket player. car. Well, that's for a band in the band. Yeah. Uh, rocket car driver, because that's what he used to go into the eighth dimension. Um, All around Renaissance man. Yeah, exactly. he was my hero. He was. He was. I wanted to be. I wanted to be Buckaroo. He was way. cool too. Oh, you know what? He was cool. Was Billy Zane in that movie? Mm, I don't think the so. The guy looked like James Franco was in it too. Last, uh, last James B- Franco was last Billy Zane movie more. that was worth watching was probably Phantom. Not Titanic. No, the Phantom. That was actually a pretty good. Billy, Billy Zane, Zane went, movie. Billy Zane did go do the dark side. Yeah, he went. He went a little bit batshit crazy. F- fucking yeah, shaved his head. Well, he had a big cameo. Uh, he was uh, Derek Zoolander's. Uh, Back up. He's, he backed oh, him up in uh, in Zoolander when he had to get a um, – he got into a walk-off with Owen Wilson. I think they called it a walk-off when they had to go and do their looks and stuff like that. And Billy, Zane, that and Billy Zane was his uh, backup for it. Um, well, tomorrow – you know, I've been thinking about uh, something with Luke – you know how cats get distracted? How do you get ta- how do you get cats not to be distracted? Feed them. What? Feed them. Not only that. What what do, what do people use to get their attention? You don't have a little cat toy? Not just a cat toy. toy. How do you do to get their like stop doing a, something? You don't have a joint on a stick? I'm thinking like a squirt bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I think a little squirt bottle. <laughs> no. No. I think it'd be funny. No. I'm not going to do it to Luke. That'd be humiliating. But I really feel like sometimes getting. No, I'm, a I'm liking the joint on the stick, though. Just hey over here, hey over I'm here. I'm thinking about getting one of those, uh, 
uh, little, um, what do they call those? You know what I'm talking about, the oh, things that oh, use the oils. Oh, yeah, now I do know. Uh, one of those little uh, Vapes. Va- vapor burner, Vape oil pens. burners, whatever. Vape pens. Yeah. yeah. The, it goes across the coil and then it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a big thing right now. Eventually, we'll, you know, there'll be a day that Luke won't be controversial because pot will be legal and there won't be no controversy. It'd be like Pretty Luke. It'd be like Luke talking about buying extra toilet paper. What's the big deal about it? Let's hear about it. So. I wonder if they're doing a cook-off. Oh, these guys These guys come to the catch, too. They were here. Uh, they were there on Sunday night. Cool. I had a crowd. That was like corralling cats. Hey, do you work Friday at the catch? What? Do you work Friday at the catch? Yes, I do. Okay. Are you there? No. No, I had another gig, but I'll talk to you about that later. Oh, what's the catch? You want to? I mean, what's? What? Yeah, no, no. I was just curious. I'll, we'll, 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 that, eventually, that's, that's, that's an all-fair discussion. My, my my idea is eventually when we uh, monetize the show, that I get more time off, and then I, I can, you know, if I'm a, whatever bands that are associated with, band, obviously your band, whatever band you're playing with, we could do gigs there, and then I can get a sponsor to come in, and we can go and do it. Either you get a gig, and I can come in and provide some. Uh, you know, actually more oomph to it because we get bringing a sponsor in and provide it. Or we provide the thing getting in there and you come in as the band. However you want to do it. No, well, no, but it only works if you get more gigs and it makes it easier. And you get more money. There you go. That's the way we do it. And you know what? We do have. Right now it's I just want to talk real briefly about, once again, uh, I hope hopefully the uh, the owners of the business are listening right now. But last week, or earlier this week, I sent a message to the owners of the Lover's Boutique in Key Largo with our intentions of doing a show from their establishment. And for our listeners, the Lover's Boutique is an adult store in Key Largo. And it started out, people thought, they mentioned it to me as a joke. And you know what? It's no joke. We are a show that doesn't, we do have no boundaries we don't have to be filthy for the sake of being filthy, but we don't have to be well, stayed. Boundaries are good taste. Yeah, we don't have to be stayed or puritanical for the sake of being stayed and puritanical. There's plenty of shows that do uh, from Walmart or some restaurant <laughs> or something like that. We need to get Lucy and go topless cart surfing in uh, Walmart. Well, we don't need to be arrested either. We were actually, this is a friend of mine. Um, God. Cart surfing. So you uh, put Lucy in the cart. Uh, no, Lucy and I were both topless, wearing. We were. We were actually. We went in there wearing undersuits for our leathers, because she's a she's a motorcycle racer as well. We went in there wearing undersuits for our leathers, which is basically a little skin tight leotard looking thing. Skin color? No, they're black. Oh. But I had a pair of shorts on. She had a pair of shorts on. Anyway, long story short, we got Sean Prieto, who ran a fantastic race shop down here for years, pushing the two of us through Walmart, and we are both topless cart surfing through Walmart. And Lucy is about five foot, maybe minus two inches. Four but ten. You've you got to give her the whole five foot thing or she's, okay. she, she gets she gets angry. pissed off. And she's got big old massive gazongas. Yeah. And so she's we're wearing a skin suit, uh, skin tight black suit. 
Uh, no, we're we're actually topless. Both of us are topless at this point. And Sean is pushing us through. On Walmart. one of those big-ass carts? Yes. With her, wait, her bear? Yeah. Bear, 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 she was bare-breasted and I was bare-chested. And we're going you through Walmart. You know what? If it was in... In Valdosta, Georgia. Really? <laughs> if it yes. was in France, they wouldn't even attempt to do it because Val- there's no big deal about in, seeing uh, bare boobs. In Valdosta, Georgia on a Sunday evening. On a Sunday evening? On a Sunday Holy evening. Holy crap. You couldn't buy beer then? Uh, yes, you can in Valdosta. Oh, you can? Okay. You can in Valdosta. But I... I, I, I I'm the sure. manager did ask us to leave. <laughs> Was she attractive? Oh, yeah. She's a cutie. A blonde brunette? Yeah, blonde. Wow. Okay. Not that it matters. Not that it matters. Um, well, uh, I'm glad we ended that. I'm glad we ended that uh, the, the Irma point out to the point of, I think we're right in the thick of the things with Irma. So t- tomorrow we're going to finish uh, the Irma uh aftermath how it hit lakeland and how we approached uh, the return and how you responded that day bill um when you were t- checking on our properties but yeah. we we're not going to talk about that no, right we'll now. talk about that tomorrow that, yep. that, thank you very much for listening it's jim the keys bartender i'm going to turn it over to bill wissinger thank you all so much we do appreciate you hanging out and listening to us uh we'll be back tomorrow night from the kitsch uh around 5 p.m or so we're gonna have luke up there again uh, we do appreciate you all, and uh, thank you again for your continued listenership, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you guys later. Mm-hmm.